Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. We are watching the uh, Shrine game for some reason, so there's that. Oh, about that guy that was driving, who I don't really believe his story all that much. But about that guy, if if you happen to run into that guy, or he happens to run into you, right? I think that is a Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman call waiting to happen. That guy is going to T-bone somebody, and <laughs> I don't, hey, if you run into by him, you call 1-888-98-TWINS. That's 1-888-98-TWINS, <laughs> or go to 98twins.com for your free consultation. And I think the biggest thing with that was, again, the, the, the wolf howling in the background probably gave away the fact that he wasn't driving. Yes, uh, again, that, that is it just the, the Shenderovich brothers are ready for your call when that guy runs you off the road. So Frank's in Indiana. Hi, Frank. Hey, thanks for the warning about that guy, guys. Um, yes. I'm doing good tonight, too. I hope you guys are doing well. Certainly. I just want to talk about Tomlin a little bit. Um, I was just thinking, do you think this team would have had a winning record if Pickett would have finished off the year? Well, they did have a winning record. Well, I mean. No, he's if, saying if Mason Rudolph didn't take over the last. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think they would have been about where they where they are. I, I don't okay. know. How do you feel, Paul? They probably would have been nine and eight instead of ten and seven. They probably would have lost one of those three guys. I, I, the game they would have lost is probably in Seattle. Okay, I, I was just wondering because, like, I don't know. I, sometimes I think, I think Tomlin's a great coach. I really do. I, I don't want to sound like I'm picking on him, but like, I think sometimes he's stubborn with certain things. Like with with the pun. I mean, I know the punter means nothing, but like, he never changes the punter. He never like Moore's always on that offensive line. There's like. If he likes you, he sticks with you. If he doesn't, like, guys left the team before, and um, it's just up and down with him sometimes. I, I, I just don't know how you guys feel about oh, that. Oh, uh, there's there's no – I don't think it's up for debate. He's incredibly stubborn. You know, you'd look at Presley Harvin and what he did and look at Presley Harvin actually and what he didn't do and the fact that he was still employed through that and saw him uh, all the way through and how terrible he was. He is stubborn. He has favorites or he has an inability to change some things, and I don't get it. And, by the way, hit us on yeah. Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. That's... Visit them at southhillskia.net. Go ahead, Paul. No, I, I, I think that they would not have won the Seattle game with Pickett. I agree to that. And I think that the, you know, but I think they probably still would have won the Bengal game because that was here, right? That was, or was it out there? Well, they play one each. They, I'm trying to think of the one at the end that, that Rudolph played. That was here. Wasn't it that Rudolph played here? No, no, no. No, no or no. did he play out there? Yes. Okay, so, uh, and then they played at Seattle and at Baltimore. That's right. Uh, they probably would have beaten. No, Bo- they were home against Cincinnati that they won. They were home against. The Rudolph beat them here. Okay, so they yeah, beat them here because they played at Seattle, at Baltimore. Before that, it was at Indy that they lost. It, but the Bolt, uh, the Bengals game was here, sandwiched in between that. Yes, Ru- Rudolph beat 
the Bengals so they played, here. They played three. Trubisky played the Indianapolis game. Rudolph played Cincinnati at Seattle at Baltimore. At Baltimore shorthand. Okay, so the Cincinnati game was here. Okay. Correct. Right. But my thing was, um, I think that, that that Mike Tomlin, when he, when he, when when Kenny Pickett was healthy for that Seattle game, mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin showed me something, and that is he understands how to read the room. Go with that. Tell me. Tell me more. And what I mean is, he understood that there might have been a mutiny if he tried to put Kenny Pickett back in there because of how well the offense played against Cincinnati and the way that the players talked about it after the game. Like, wow. I mean, you know George, I mean? George Pickens at 195 right. yards receiving exactly. or something like that. Right. There's a big sneeze from Paul. Sorry we're good. That. That's no, we're dust. Good. That's dust. But uh-huh. anyway, my thing is, I think Mike Tomlin there showed me a little bit about why people like, why his players love him. He read the room. He understood, hey, if we put Kenny Pickett back in and it doesn't work, I've lost my team. You know what I'm saying? I would agree to that. That that was one time in his life where he looked at it and he said, I need to make a decision just for this. But you're right, too, though. There would have been mutiny and there was truly no other decision to make. He had to stick with Rudolph. Right, right. And then Rudolph came through in Seattle. And then he had to stick with Rudolph because if he stuck with Rudolph for one good uh, performance, then he had to stick with him when he had two in a row, for sure. Right. There's no way he could and take them off. When they, and then when they won, yeah, yeah. he had to stick with him going into the playoff game, right? And, 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 and quite frankly, he didn't really play all that poorly in the playoff game. He threw the one bad interception. But other than that, I mean, they, they, they you know, they did some good things and – so you couldn't bench him. There, you know, there were. There, it was so funny. Like the, the the picket crowd. Every time he threw an interception in that playoff game, oh, I'd go to picket. <laughs> Why? You know, they're not losing because of Mason Rudolph here. No, he had very Kenny Pickett numbers: twenty-two of thirty-nine, two twenty-nine, and two touchdowns. Those right. are very. That's a very Kenny actually, Pickett performance. Actually, the two touchdowns are not a Kenny Pickett. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I thought he was better, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he did. I think he did make the right move. Mark's in the South Hills. Hi, Mark. You know, I, this brings back memories. The first time I started listening to you guys, especially Paul, you would. It was. This is like you were. They were talking about Duck Hodges versus Cliff Stout or something. I mean, it was a. It was a big. It was a Duck Hodges controversy. <laughs> Duck Hodges and uh, yeah. Who was it? Who was it? Was it? Uh, it was it. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. Right. Rudolph, that's what I thought. And then Duck Hodges anyway. ended up beating the Cincinnati, or excuse me, the Cleveland Browns at home in a gigantic game. I know, and everybody wanted him to. They were like, "Well, he's got a, this guy can run better." I don't know what. It, it seemed like they were both like a, you had to pick one, and it was a, obviously uh, anyway. I, I love you guys, Paul. He's the greatest. I met him coming on a club at one time, and I wanted to play golf. He's like, "Here's my number. Let's play." Yeah. I, I'd love to go down and see your tournament or play on Saturday. Well, tell I, me I'm, more about – tell, tell, wait a minute. Tell me more about Club Ed. Oh, no. So, I like Paul. I like Paul's uh, – you know, this was a few years back. Uh-huh. And uh, then a few years later, I, I see Paul. He had some appearance or something. It was at Club Ed. And I tried to – and he was, and it was over. But uh, we, we talked a little bit. Great guy. And I said, hey, you like to play golf? He's like, yeah, let's tee it up. Gave let's me his do number. it. That was a few numbers ago. Yep. Uh, it, text me again. Text me and let's hit him. Let's hit him this year. I don't year. have your number, but that's all right. I'll see you down there some Saturday. I'm too busy standing on windows. You know what I mean? All right. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> do you still go to Club Ed? No. What? I don't even know what Club Ed is. What it's is a strip it? club. 
Oh, oh. You remember seeing this guy I, well, now? Well, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it was. <laughs> tell me but, what it was. This was this was hilarious, right? <laughs> you didn't, I, yeah, like you don't know. No, what no, Club no, Ed was. no, no. I didn't know that. That's what I, it was. Rick's. Yeah, Rick's, Rick's Cabaret. Rick's Cabaret. Club Ed. Yeah, we had, that's right, the old right, school. Right. Name. We had. A, it's like we, calling it a Mac machine. We had one of these promotions. Uh huh. It was right around Christmas time. We had one of these promotions. Okay. It was called uh, Toys for Tatas. Dear God. <laughs> we swear to God. So I go there. I mean, there's a lot Wait, there. This is the most hilarious. This is pretty funny, though, Claude. Well, You'll love the this. The name's pretty so, funny. So, yeah. you know, it, it, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to be surprised to, to, to know that the, 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 the account manager was Brent. But anyway. Stunner. Uh, so anyway, it was Toys for Tatas. Okay. And basically, you got into the strip club for free if you brought a toy. Like a regular, a toy for a kid. A toy for a kid, because oh. it was like around. Not for the, not yeah, for the no, talent? No, no, not a sex toy. No, for, <laughs> okay. So, right. so we like raised, like, I mean, there was all these toys that were brought. It was amazing. So I had to call back because I was doing live reads from this place, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so each time I called back, well, first of all, you know, while I was there, I might have had one or two adult beverages. So eight, but every time I got called back, I got a little bit more. Did I don't know. Uh, no, a little bit more. I don't know, aggressive. No, oh, aggressive okay. with my uh, with my delivery of gotcha the the message. You know, like the one time I called and I was like, "Hey, you know, come on down here. You'll you'll have a great time." And for those who don't know, these are playing on the air. You tape them, then they go on the air, or they're live. They and were live. And you're saying, "Come down and, and see me on Paul's Ice from the Fan." Come and it check was during the day. You know, it was it wasn't at, it wasn't like at night. It was during the day. I was doing it, and that's a different crowd at that place yes. during the day. So probably. I was saying yeah. things like, "Come on down to Rick's Cabaret." You know, you'll be amazed to see how many people are here. It's incredible. The toys that they brought in is incredible. The tatas are even more incredible. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Okay. So, Jesus. Anyway. Okay. Continue. I, I get back and the old uh, boss over there. He calls me to his office. He didn't like it. Hey, uh, I said, you sent me to a strip club. Gentlemen's club, sir. Uh, whatever it is. Okay. So what did you want me to do? What did you think was going to happen when I did my callbacks? Uh, and that was the end of that. But yes, that that was a so so that and that guy's name. I actually have his. Uh, I I actually have his number in my. Well, he wants to play golf with you. After uh, but but, it, you but he just said he's got a different number now. Right. Well, maybe you still have the same one. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, maybe you guys will link up from golf from uh, meeting that. But day. He, 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 we talk. talent level one to ten in that. I'll let you continue. But if you were to assess the 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 rank, the, uh, every single young lady that was working in there could have been old lady too, one to ten <laughs> could, uh, from a. If you meshed them all together and gave me one rating of the talent in total, what would you give me from that day? Um. Well, I'll say this. Here we are. <laughs> I was probably about 50. All those girls were about 22. Ah, uh, so felt weird. So, well, what I mean is they were 22 or 23. So, to me, out of the 50-year-old, you know what I mean? They probably, I would give them like a half a star higher than yes. younger people just because they're really young. Uh, that being said. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Eh? That being said. Yeah. No, that being said, that day. There was some uh, really high-level talent in that place. They marched the show. There was some out really there. high yeah. high-level talent. There was some ones that I'm like, you know, I hope they're giving their customers a discount. But there was 
for the most part, and there was, I mean, there was a couple of like Eastern European types, you know, because they come and sit down next to you. They want to talk to you because they want you to do a dance or whatever. I'm like, I'm, I'm working. How honey. do you know they're from Eastern European? Because they accent? come and they talk down there. I say, where are you from? You know, then we talk for a little bit. All right, I'm working. Get out of here. Uh, they but anyway, said that or you said that? I would say that. Oh. I'm working. Get out of here. Go, 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 go over there. All those guys over there want to dance with you. Wow. It was, my thing about strip you're clubs. You're very chivalrous. Well, I mean, my point about, my, here's my thing about strip clubs. I've probably been in, I don't know, three, uh-huh. maybe yeah, four. Yeah, I'm not a big strip club. I don't club. like it. Gentlemen's club. I don't understand it. Here's why I don't understand it. If you're going to pay money for a woman to take off your clothes, then you can't touch her. What's the point? You might as well go get a prostitute. And I mean that in all sincerity. I'm oh not trying God. to be a smart aleck. I'm just saying, I don't. I, t- I got friends that go to strip clubs all the time and they spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It's like, what's the point of getting aroused and teased if you're not going to be able to touch these people? I have no interest in that. Uh, just me. I have no interest in it. I mean, seriously. And you know me. I'm a libertarian. I think prostitution should be legal anyway. So, I mean, if it was legal, then we wouldn't have to worry about it. But anyway. That's my that's my spiel. Back, back to the golf. <laughs> that's that's my spiel on 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 the, on the whole strip club thing. I just have never really been a big fan of it. So, but that day we did the toys for Tata, uh, the the toys for Tata's uh, promotion. Toys for Tata. And listen, we the the best part about it is we had literally piles and piles and piles of really nice new toys for kids. Uh, I mean, that's that's charitable <laughs> endeavor, and that's what it'll be remembered as uh, forever. It's a very good thing. Good job by you, and uh, out of the kindness of your heart, and all of that. Yes, Eastern European women and everything. Oh yeah, everything. It was yes. you know, it was in a very very interesting night. But that's the truth. How long did you stay there? What time did you show up? Um, I think it was one of those deals. It was like the lunchtime special thing. So we probably got there at like noon. And we're probably there till about four, uh-huh. something like that, noon to four, something like that. Did you? Do you remember eating? Was there a food buffet or any any food there? No, but you did have drinks. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I drank. There was no question about it. I'm mean, free drinks, absolutely. Uh, you know, someone else is going to buy drinks for me, and then and then there was dudes like the dude that called, you uh-huh. know, that was you know wanted to play golf and stuff. He was he. Hey, hey, I know you. I'll give him a drink. So not only did I have drinks. Coming to me, you know. On the house. On the house, I had people buying me drinks. So, wow. yeah. We'll continue this next. 412-928-9370. And take your calls. Um, <laughs> we're the station that does it all. We love uh, hockey. We love football. We love basketball. We love toys for tatas. All that uh, <laughs> next here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we got about another hour, then we're out of here. 10.30, right, Joel? 10.30, Joel Nelson? 10.30. 10.30 it is. Pretzels in the car, pretzels on the fan. Hello, pretzel. How's it going, fellas? Great, thank you. Good. I'm out of my car now. I just pulled in my driveway. Paul, we hitting the course this summer again or what? No, we, anytime, buddy. Just uh, you know, if you got my number, just text me. Uh, you know I got it. Yeah. yeah but not at Montour anymore. I'm down at Williams now in Weirton. Oh, that's, that's okay. oh, you gotta love Williams. That's a great course. Uh, very nice. I I love it. I love it. Well, anyway, uh, I'll text you. But I wanted to bring up with with the report of um, <clears throat> Steelers assistant coaches, and I heard it earlier on the radio and I, yesterday that they're standing pat keeping, not adding, you know, a passing game coordinator. Um, are we going to blame Tomlin for that? Or don't you think that's, that's a Rooney thing or the front office? And it's been widely known for years that they don't spend as much money on assistance. And, All right, let me and, try and, to tackle this pretzel. Like, he, yep. here's the thing. It's easy to blame Mr. Rooney, and you're right. They don't spend enough money on assistance. But I look at it this way. I could be wrong. If you were Mike Tomlin and you've had three playoff wins in 13 seasons and you've had no playoff wins in seven seasons and you are a billion dollar worth a billion dollars your corporation is that you work for and you have a lot of people breathing down your neck that you're not doing good enough. Okay, so I've painted that all scenario and I walk into the owner's office and I say, you know what, you know what could put us over the top or at least help us out? I need another position created on the offensive side of the ball to help us out, if I take that dynamic pretzel in those two guys in that whole situation, I find it impossible, impossible, that Mr. Rooney wouldn't say, okay, just tell me who he is and how much he needs to be paid. Right. I I, I find it impossible. I think, think, honestly... We, you know, one of the last callers talked about loyalty and stubbornness. It, mm-hmm. it, it, the fact that he's talking about bringing back Mike Sullivan and keeping, uh, uh, what was the other, the running backs coach? His name escapes me. The guy, who was the, who was the offensive coordinator just now? Mike Sullivan. No, Mike Sullivan and the, the, the co-coordinator. Eddie um, Faulkner. Eddie Faulkner, right? right? The fact that he's keeping those two guys in place and he's not going to let Arthur Smith bring his own offensive line coach. That tells me that's on Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just think it's like, it's like, okay, the head coach oversees everything, right? He's the CEO of the team. I think more assistance as far as hands-on for the day-to-day can only help. Right. And they're so reluctant to, to do it. Well, they have the smallest staff, too, in, in the NFL as well. And yeah. That, you know, yeah. To me, that, that, that's my point. I think that's a detriment, too, and I'll tell you why. Because I believe that um, you have three, four, five other guys that do a lot of, you know, some of the analytics, some of the, you know, film work, some of the other stuff. There's so many different things now about the NFL and about football. You know, the fact that you're you're, you're doing it with a staff that's four or five coaches less than other staffs, I think that's a disadvantage. It's a total disadvantage. And I'm not saying that Mike Tomlin has unilateral power because he doesn't, but I think it's pretty close. I think if he, again, just as I said, if he pounded the table and went in and didn't even pound the table, just say, hey, we need to talk. We got to expand this staff. We need to lengthen it out some, and we need to delegate power and have more duty uh, for some people. 
I find it impossible that Mr. Rooney wouldn't just say, okay, what's his name? When do you want him to start? Show me his resume. As long as he's not a deadbeat, then we're going to hire the guy, and we'll get him here and get him in here tomorrow. Like, that's the way that I look at it. 412-928-9370 is that number. That's 412-928-9370. Tim's in Penn Hills. Hi, Tim. Hey, Colin. How you doing? I, I don't, your buddy doesn't need uh, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. He needs Casey White. He probably but. does. You're right. The guy driving does. The guy he's going to hit is yeah. going to need Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. But my question to you guys, and uh, Paul, go play Williams. But um, He already this, did. I have. I love it. It's a great course. Oh, it's a great course. But um, to, to, uh, off subject, Pitt and this quarterback from Alabama, are we going through the same thing with Nate Peterman and these guys that keep transferring in? No, because he's younger. That's the difference. He's young. He's he's a uh, redshirt freshman, so he's got four years of eligibility. And I saw an interview with Narduzzi, what was it, three or four days ago, where he said that Nate Yarnell starts out as the starter. Yeah, we'll see who starts out at the starter <laughs> whenever they play their first game, though. Well, I'm that, just saying, it, you know, they, they, they basically – it wasn't even like, well, it's a competition in this and that and everything. He basically said it's, it's going to be Yarnell. Yeah, I don't I'll, I don't believe Yarnell will start the first game, but we'll just see. 412-928-9370 is that number. That's 412-928-9370. To get back to something that we talked about a little bit earlier, um, we got to talk about this a little bit. Mr. Rooney spoke of the stadium stuff. I love talking about that. I think it's a great topic. He came out and he said they're talking to contractors. They're talking to different consultants, I should say, about how to potentially make the stadium better. You know, I think that sometimes, well, definitely the luster is worn off. It wore off years ago. But we look at this stadium, and there are significant upgrades that can happen. But I'm not so sure in its current form what they could do without, what they can do with it without like a complete overhaul, Paul. Like, it's interesting to me. Well, the. The way that the stadium is built, they can't do anything. I, I I don't believe you can really do remodeling with it. Right. You're going to have to blow it up and build a new one. I hate to say it like that, but the way that it's built, it doesn't lend itself to um, additions. It doesn't lend it lend itself to being able to to. It would cost more money to try and renovate it in a way that it needs to be renovated than it will just to blow it up and bring and build a new one. And I know people don't want to hear that. Yeah, you can't retrofit this. Now to- I do think. Now I do think. You know, PNC Park. The problem that it is, is is it's it's locked in between. You know, roads that aren't aren't likely to move. But I think the way that PNC Park is built, if you wanted to, uh, you know, say that you were going to um, close off the road next to it or something like that, you might be able to make PNC Park into a real modern, a much more modern park. Through renovations, I think from because it lends itself to that. The Clemente Bridge to the to the Science Center, from the Clemente Bridge to the casino, I wouldn't hate if there was no cars. Eventually, if our public transit got up to speed, if there was an ability to have uh, a different, you know, you, you know would what, probably the, have to you'd have to probably put in some sort of a. Uh, um, Maybe like a mini rail type system. A or something. mini rail system. Yeah. You know, one thing they got to do it. I don't know if it's making money or not. The whole Allegheny Center just they got to blow it up. Yeah, I, I mean, what is even left there? It, there's stuff there, but it's. Well, I don't even know what's in that. I mean, I, I remember the gas company used to be in it, right? That whole area 
is just it does it just seems like an impediment. Um, so there is that, and then the old the old penitentiary. Uh, there's no reason why that's still standing, and that land is just still there. Well, and that's and that's a big part of the problem. I mean, to me, I, I've talked about that ad nauseum over on KDK. I, I don't understand what I don't understand what we do, why we have so many places like that around the city that could be used. And listen, you're talking about built. You know, it took a le- hundred years to get rid of froggies. You're, you're talking about leveling it, right? Right. Be done with it. I'm ta- here's Allegheny Center or that place. How about? If you really want to do something, turn them into homeless shelters so we get all these tent people off the streets. But to your point, you could, if you got rid of Allegheny Center Mall mm-hmm. or whatever, we used to call it Allegheny Center Mall. I don't right. think it's called the mall anymore. Get rid of it. Think about how much space you open up. I agree with you. I couldn't level agree with it. you more. There's no reason to have it. If you level it, you could put parking there. You could, you know, there's a number of different things you could do. Um, and even if you put parking there where you have to have, like, maybe a little shuttle system to get you down to, you know. Well, I've said th- our light rail is is an abomination. One, it doesn't go to the – from the medical hub to the downtown hub. It should go somehow to Oakland. That's ridiculous. Two, it, there's other places it should go. The HOV lane is a total waste of time, money, and space in this city. If you ever go to Chicago, they do it right in that regard. That HOV lane, Paul. Which one? The one going on 279. That should a train should go right in the middle of that and go to Cranberry. That should be that HOV lane should be light rail going north. Just like that. You have the space, you have the infrastructure. A train could go just between the lanes. You've driven in Chicago a million times. Yeah. The train goes right in between the lanes of traffic. Yeah. Why is that not going to Ro- the north to Ross yeah. Township and then to Cranberry and whatever? That and would then, open up the city a lot if you if Sure I, as hell. Honestly, will. honestly, if you could do something like that where you put in a light rail system that goes to Cranberry, that goes to Monroeville, that goes to you know what I mean, that goes to the airport. And then here's another one. The rail, the tracks are already there. The fact that there is not a light rail system that goes through to the Allegheny Valley, through uh, Millville, Etna, Sharpsburg, all the way up to New Kensington, that we waste those tracks on those Norfolk Southern trains that I don't even know what they carry, how many, they go twice a day, maybe, yeah. past there, is totally ridiculous because they're caught up in government bu- bureaucracy and whose tracks are they. What, there's no, that, the only people that have the light rail live in freaking Mont Lebanon or in, in library or whatever. There's, yeah. it, it's totally insane that we have the infrastructure to make this light rail work and make, I think, our our stadium area more vibrant by doing that and getting rid of everybody yeah. needing to drive in, and we just refuse to do it. And here's with the what's bureaucracy. funny about Pittsburgh, though. And here's why the only thing I would say, uh, Colin, here's what's funny about Pittsburgh. People here... They want to drive. Correct. But would would they drive to a satellite point and get on a train? You would put all of those things in and people would still insist on driving here. It's it's one thing about this town is it's a commuter town. It always has been. People are stubborn like that, which is why you put all that infrastructure in and you know what would happen? Nobody would use it. You'd still have people driving. Like I would drive to a point in the North Hills. Yeah. I would drive to somewhere around like – Put it like where the old Vincentian is or something like that. Anywhere on McKnight. Get on a train and love it. I drive to Cranberry even. Get on a train. Yeah, and and it, you mean just to go to like there's a stadium. Correct. Yeah. I, I, I think that if I think that if the thing about that is 
if you had, and nobody's going to want to pay for it. If you ha- yeah, well, if you had some t- a scenario like that, where you had a train that brought you from Monroeville to the stadium, or Monroeville down to town and then through the stadium, sort of like the one that goes all the way to the South Hills, right? And then one that goes out to the airport, a train, which means you're never sitting in traffic. Yes. I think you'd alleviate a lot of traffic, and I think a lot of people would utilize it. But instead, they just committed how much million dollars to widening the Parkway East? Yeah, yeah, because of the bathtub, because of climate change. Yeah, I know. But my point is, (laughs) the the whole point is, if you put a train in there, it would actually solve the problem. I've said this for years. Since I was a little kid and grew up, I said, why don't they have a train? Why am I getting on the 1A Pat bus to go, the, the New Ken, or the 91A Butler Street? from Sharpsburg to go in there when I there is a train track right there and not no train ever really comes on I, it a couple would, times a day. I would love to um where's it at? Oh I know uh St. Louis. Have you ever been to St. Yes. Louis? Yeah you take that train right, right from right from the airport. Correct. And then into your hotel right there and then right to the stadium. Right to your hotel and you walk right across the street to the stadium. You you don't ever need a car. I take a train to Anaheim Stadium. It stops right at the parking lot right. from it, up in Los Angeles or down in San Diego. That's the point. It, 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 that's what a light rail system should do. So, I don't know. I don't know how we – oh, how we got here is the stuff around the stadiums. And I, Again, I would be fine if they shut off cars from the casino to the Clemente Bridge and it was all ride shares – or it was some sort of light rail that they fixed. Yeah, that you would have to, you know, like there's some places like in Louisville, they have 4th Street Live where they basically yeah. just shut down and, you know, basically an entire street and they have the bars and all the restaurants. Um, you could do something like that. I, I would be willing to bet that the people at the casino wouldn't like it. Um, but you could do that. You could do something. I mean, there, there's something you could do. And look, I'm not like this Peduto kind of guy, more bike lanes and everything no. else, but. There's just starting to be a certain practicality to it. Well, I think there's so many cars that go down there. And the thing about it is someone was right. I don't know who. One of the callers was right. Um, So usually, obviously, after a Steeler game, I have a lot of stuff to do. And um, the traffic is flushed out by the time you come out, right? By the time I leave. So there was one game where I had to leave. And... I left like I so I got my stuff done really quick. Uh-huh. And I left and I had you know I always parked at the casino um which is right there from the press box. I mean you can walk right there boom and I you know I can park there for uh, for free because I do the uh pregame. Pregame show there. I sat in the I you know cuz I was on about the 7th floor, 8th floor. I sat in that for like an hour and 15 hour minute hour and 20 minutes before it even started moving. Oh jeez. I mean, it takes a long time for that place to. Uh, I couldn't believe it, but it, you know, I. It, it, so there is there is something to be said about you need more parking um, to get in and out of there for sure. Yeah, but I, I'm okay to not be married to my car, but everybody has to get on board. I guess is kind of the and way that it works. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Back into the Steeler talk coming up in just a minute. Uh, we're with you until ten thirty here on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, Paul, I'm tired. Is what it is. Been up a lot. Oh, the mic's on now. We're all tired. Sure I, is. Here's my thing. Let's hear it. <laughs> all of the coaches and scouts, for the most part, have gone home. You they, mean from the from this game? Oh, from the uh, the Shrine Bowl. They could almost get away with not even playing the game. Yeah, that's it. Uh, they're all at the practices. They're all there all week. They're doing what they do, but then they, they well, go. this isn't the one in Mobile. This is the this other is the one, one from Texas, right? The one in Texas, yeah. yeah. Huh. Oh, that's right. They're, oh, but that's what I'm saying. They're all here for like two days, and they yeah, go they down go to the senior, senior Bowl for the, uh, the Mobile, you know? And check that out. Go Owen's ahead. in Mon City. Hi, Owen. How are you? Hey, Colin. Uh, Paul, love the show. You guys are probably uh, the best show on the uh, the air, but I just wanted to let you know about the uh, Allegheny Center Mall. You guys were talking about tearing it down. I'm kind of in like the, uh, the business of uh, telecommunications, and that place is like a huge hub for uh, – Telecommunications, meaning like that place will never go. It's such a money maker that if they tore it down, like all the, uh, I guess we'll say the uh, the the internet would pretty much pretty much go away in the area. Oh, so yeah, like that. Well, is, so it's it's a is a hub for like there's a company that or there's a, like powers there. Or what is yeah. there? Multiple companies. We're talking Verizon, DQE. Uh, AT and T, like they all like converge to that area, like fiber to fiber. So like it's it, it, it's a carrier exchange. So like, yeah, unfortunately, I, I agree with you. I go there. I used to go there all the time. It's it's a dump. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's not going anywhere. So to I, I hear you. Like when I, when I used to go there, it would be like a ghost town. But you know, like there are there's billions of dollars in that place just to provide uh, communication services for the whole area interesting i didn't know that but good on that then it's a it doesn't it's a business to business hub then and that's good then if there's if it's bringing in a bunch of money 412-928-9370 that's 412-928-9370 i do need to mention i thought it was fantastic no matter what team you root for no matter who, who you pull for the schedule release things are pretty funny with the uh, the dates that are out. and The one that West Virginia did was fantastic, no matter what team you root for. They did one in football. Oh, I saw you tweeted that. It was so incredibly funny, the way they went about it, because it brought rivalries back. They're not afraid to shy away from rivalries. So they had something that symbolized, and they would, like, they, like they had a guy walking around his house doing a skit. And so they had a rock and a chalk for Jayhawk, right? They had a cowboy hat for the game that they're playing against <laughs> Oklahoma State. They had Pop-Tarts for Kansas State because Kansas State was in that Pop-Tart right. bowl. They had a pooper scooper for Pitt. Eat whatever oh, oh, Pitt. Oh, okay, that's and funny. And so 
That's a rivalry, well, and that's, that's what college. And, and but on the other hand, I thought of this. Then you got Texas crying every single time that well, people do the horns down. Wait, so did you see what that happened there? You're talking about rivalries. Tell me. So they were at BYU. I saw it. They Mark wearing, Pope is their coach. They were wearing horns down shirts. BYU's administration made them change it, right? Yes, because T- of the sensitivity right, of Texas right. and just because of BYU. So TCU, uh-huh. Texas is playing, I guess, at TCU tomorrow. Uh, the One of the websites, I think it might even have been Barstool TCU, handed out 100 horns down jerseys to all the students. They should. The What West Virginia did, and again, no matter what team you root for, you have to lean into these rivalries. You have to celebrate them. I'm not right. I'm not up for writing swear words or you know the f word or whatever on a t-shirt. But I thought it was one of the most marvelous things that I've seen, and one of the most enlightening things that they're not running away from a rivalry. And even if you're a deep-seated Pitt fan and you love Pitt, you had to look at it and go, "Okay, that's pretty creative. That gets me going for the game." Uh, Harry's in Westview. Hi, Harry. Hey guys, how you doing? Great. Hey, um, hey, um, I was wondering about the stadiums. Didn't Buffalo? I heard that they're building. Isn't their owner paying for the entire stadium? Uh, Got to contribute to Penn State. That I do not. I know. think he did the last time. I think he, I think he built that stadium. Yes. If I'm not okay, mistaken, I, thought I heard. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, and um, when Rudy talks about renovations, like is is he New York? No, wait a minute. New York is paying six hundred million dollars in public funding. Erie County pitched in two hundred and fifty, uh, and the Bills agreed sure. to pay six hundred and ninety. So no. Well, I mean, the bills okay. are, the bills are paying six hundred and ninety though. Right, but that's not all of it. It's not all of it, but no, I, you're right. He's it's a one point four billion dollar stadium. Right, right. So they're paying. Wow. They're and, paying about half of it. Right. Now, is that going to have all the bells and whistles of, like, SoFi or the Texas Stadium? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not it? going to be like J.C. Stone Field. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, like that. I mean. I like that one, yeah. I've been here many times. Right. It's a lot better now than it used to be. Right. <laughs> okay, thank you. Sure. Yeah, it's going to be 1.4. I mean, I don't mean to jag a guy off, but $1.4 billion, yeah, I think it's going to have power windows. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think they're gonna have. I think they're gonna be okay now. Right. I mean that. Now that was funny, and I don't know what was more funny though, you saying that or him laughing. Like that. I know. Yeah. Where, where are you come down on public funding for stadiums? Because we've been knocking around the stadium. Because Mr. Rooney said it the other day. They hired consultants. Um, I don't. I. I where do you come down? Because I have a take on this. I, I come down on the side of uh, we should not be using taxpayer money to fund stadiums for billionaires. And here's the thing. I do know that there is a public, um, you know, there's there's a public benefit to it from the standpoint of, obviously it brings revenue and all uh-huh. that other stuff. But at the end of the day, if you want to tell me that we're going to give you tax breaks, we're going to give you tax incentives, we're going to do all kinds of different ways so that we can make it so that you, you build the stadium and the benefits we get are from, uh, the use of the stadium, that's fine. But th- we should not be handing these guys $600 million well, or $800 million to build stadiums. We shouldn't. Uh, while I agree with you to a point, I wonder this, though. That rad tax that we pay in Allegheny County, mm-hmm. why does no one ever scream about the symphony? Or why does no one ever scream about the zoo? Or why does no one ever scream about FIPS? 
Why does no one ever scream about where the money goes or some of the other places? They only target the stadiums and say, I can't believe my money is going to sports stadiums. Well, that's why, because they, they look at it and they say, the people that own the stadiums are billionaires. The people that, I mean, the people that, the, 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 the people that own these teams are billionaires. The people that are using these places are all millionaires. And if those of us who are John Q. Public want to go in there, we have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to do it. Mm-hmm. And Well, the zoo ain't cheap. The, the aviary the, the, ain't cheap. Isn't Symphony cheap, but, isn't but, cheap. But the argument there would be that those things are all basically, they're basically nonprofits. That oh. would be the argument. Okay. I just again, I don't, I, I don't disagree, disagree with you. With you but, my, but it seems like yeah. everybody always screams at the stadiums and nobody right. says, "Hey, why are they why again, is there 1.2 million dollars to soldiers and sailors?" Right. Because again, I think that when you look at the stadiums, I I would make the argument that if you give them tax incentives, rebates, you give them, you know, some different uh you know, some different incentives in terms of, you know, building, uh, give them some relief on some of the things that then all of a sudden, you 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 know you save them a bunch of money. Because here's the bottom line, and this is the greatest misnomer of all. If the Steelers said to, or if, if if the city said to the Steelers, it's all right if you build this one billion dollar stadium, but we're not giving you a dime of taxpayer money. The Steelers would have three or four investors that would pay for it anyway, because rich people, ultra rich people. They are they stay rich by using other people's money, so the money would be come from private equity in private places. You know what I'm saying? Right. The Steelers the, the, the Steelers wouldn't pay for the stadium. They'd still it would come from private equity as opposed to um, from the uh, from taxpayer money. So to me, I think there's ways that you can put a stadium in so that's a benefit to your city. I get it. It's not it's not like a you know this thing where some people believe that oh well it's a it's a it's, it, it detracts from your city. No, it adds to your city. But I look at it as like any other building. Rich people put up skyscrapers all the time. We we give you, like, tax incentives to do it. We give right. you rebates to do it. We give you, you know, all kinds of different uh, breaks on some of the zoning stuff and all the other stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to pay for it. And guess what? I know you're going to pay for it because you're not going to pay for it. You're going to find Joel who's a you know private equity guy and 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 Colin who's a guy who's an investor and and you guys are going to put together the money be investors for me and then we'll build the stadium and then you're going to get money out of the stadium but so am I cuz that's how rich people get rich and stay rich so my thing is this idea that if the cities don't give uh, give uh, don't hand over a billion dollar checks these, these these things wouldn't happen it, it's just not true your call's next, 412-928-9370. Back into the Steeler Talk. We'll have a little fun before we get out of here. We take you all the way until 1030. I tell you about the weather right now. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives. Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. Visit sunchevy.com. Tonight, cloudy, a little bit of rain, 39 for a low. Friday, light rain in the morning. Otherwise, sunny, high 44, low 27. Sunny skies and temps in the high 40s, and uh, it's going to be in the high 40s all weekend. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.